What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Man, I got a special guest in the building. But before I um, go into my special guest, yo, I know a lot of y'all been asking me about the hoodies. Go to theswartshop.com, right? Theswartshop.com. It's the uh, website right here underneath. Make sure y'all go uh get grab you a hoodie i know y'all been asking for it and also the tap in podcast hoodies are available on our website as well okay yo my um yo i i seen this brother um on this it's called the dallas unplug and i was like yo i got to i gotta tap in with him man and i was like yo because he got this song that i was like i fuck with this song my boy black egypt in the building man Yes, sir. What's up, man? How you doing, man? I, I feel good, man. It's a good day. Yes, good sir, day. man. Man. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, sure. man. Thank you for tapping in with us, man. Yeah. So, man, let's get into um, who is Black Egypt, man? Um, Black Egypt is a is a is a young man from uh, originally born in California. Um, I was raised in Detroit, Michigan. Um, I lived in Mississippi for a year, um, and then um, back to California for high school. Um, unfortunately, I was kicked out of uh, my home um, mm. in uh, 12th grade, and it forced me to move to Texas to stay with my grandparents. And um, I started doing music about six, seven years ago. Um, actually, my, 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 my name was first Icon um, or mm. Ions, I believe. Ions, yeah. Just, just, it was just a weird name I chose. Uh, you know, it. it I used to dance actually in California. That was my thing, dancing. Like crump dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I used to go around battling people, and that was just my. Was my you thing. with uh? Was you crumper with Tommy? No. So Tommy is a uh, he was a clown. He was taught clown dancing. Oh, uh, okay. So the crumping was more tight eyes, um, you know, a big mijo. Uh, uh, that was okay. different. So that's why you had the movie Rise, where it was a clash, a battle between clown dancers and crump dancers so okay so yeah 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 so i started doing that and um um so yeah uh, i started i got in the studio a friend of mine said get in the studio and just spit something and i start you know said said a bunch of curse words that was my thing (laughs) It, it was weird because when i left california i was going to you know i wanted to be an ordained minister Ooh. and so for me to transition to texas and i was you know still you know uh, you know, wanted to pursue that, and um, and I got in the studio and just started saying a bunch of curse words because I thought that was the you know the political thing to do. And um, when I came out, he heard something you know just in my voice, and uh, you know that was where it started. And you know I started studying people that I like you know like Tupac, Eminem, um, Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, uh, Lil Wayne's Delivery, mm. and just put it all into one, you know, and I said, I want to do something a little bit more different and not curse. So I don't curse at any of my verses. Um, and so it, that's, that's what started Black Egypt. You know, black represents us as a people. Mm-hmm. Egypt represents the kings and queens that we are. So you have the struggle and then the, the kingmanship or the queen, the queenmanship all together. So there's uh, so many words. Yeah. yeah. I always be curious about how rappers come up with their names. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Okay. Now let's let's back up a little bit. Okay. When you said you grew up in Detroit, or you were born in Detroit? I was born in California. Oh, I was born in California. Uh, I was born in um, Dewarty. 
Duarte. Where is Duarte at? So it's L.A. County. Um, they they're Duarte was known for the Do Rock, Do Rock Crips. Mm, see, uh, you put me on something because I'm from I'm from L.A. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, where where is Duarte at? So so I was born there. I was young. So, oh, okay. Um, I, I know it's uh what L.A. It's in L.A. County. Okay. So um, but I moved to Detroit young around like seven mm. stayed in detroit to about you know about 12 years old and then we moved to mississippi because my mom wanted to go back to uh california because her mom was sick my, you know her, my grandmother was sick so we went back to california and that's why i went to high school which was the inland empire okay which was fontana i went to fontana high school okay so, so, so yeah. yeah okay yeah and you think any of that had um uh, influence, I guess, those different parts of the the city or United States. You had, you think those different um, states had, or cities had any influence on your music? Um, for sure. But see, I was always into R and B. You know, even young, I was into like Drew Hill and you know, uh, you know, Brian McKnight. Mm. Um, uh, just from my, my my stepdad and you know, and just that's just the influence you know that I grew around was that type of sound. Um, hip hop didn't really come into the picture um, until later on, like just me focusing on the music, you know, the rap music. So, um, so I, I would say yes, but I wouldn't know where. It's kind of like a blur, a little yeah. bit of, of, of where I started as, as far as hip hop. Yeah. Um, but I know my first memorized song was "Cleaning Up My Closet" by Eminem. Oh. So. Yeah, that's a crazy ass song. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm cleaning out my closet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. Okay. All right. You know what you know the vibe I get um from you? Like a Anderson Pack kind of vibe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I get that kind of vibe from you. Um now what did you do to get kicked out the house, man? Ah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why so, did moms kick you out the house? That, so, you know, this, the, you know, always I'm always you know when I s- explain this story, it just brings back memories and it, and, it, and, it, and it puts me in a place where you know it, it's you know because I'm healed, right? I'm healed mm-hmm. from it and I'm at peace with it. But it was it started off with an argument between my stepdad and my older brother, um, and you know I was that my daily routine was to run. I used to because we used to live out mountains because we moved to Paris, California, so mm-hmm. we used to buy a lot of mountains. So I used to run up the mountains. And just for my basketball training, that's what I would do. I would run up the mountains and run. And so that morning I got up and it was arguing. And, um, you know, uh, my stepdad and my older brother were arguing about something. My mama was trying to step in and just break it up. And um, I decided to try to break it up, too, just say, hey, everybody calm down, you know, chill out. And um, my stepdad kind of, you know, didn't like that. And so he retaliated, tried to swing. I swung back. Swung on you? Yeah. Yeah, he pushed, my, he pushed my mom, and uh, he swung on me, and I swung back, and just an altercation broke out, and that's what prompted me to get kicked out. I was in the 12th grade, about to finish high school, got kicked out, ended up moving to Texas, a whole life change. Wow. You know, my whole life changed. I didn't graduate high school because of that. Um, two months in Texas, I was kicked out my grandparents' home and was homeless. So I was homeless for some time. I was working at Walmart and living, sleeping in my car. Nobody knew what was going on, but that was just my struggle. But because I was, you know, into, you know, the Bible and everything, that was my foundation. So mm. it was a reason for everything. And I didn't know, 
you know i was just you know just that person and that was my foundation and just what kept me was just reading a bunch i read a bunch of self-help books and you know just in my car just wow there's some days i still hear the rain hitting the hitting the car you know so so it's just uh, that's you know where it started you know dang man you got a uh a story man yeah yeah Yeah. because i know when i listen to because your ep is dope um the name of the ep is called room for improvement right Mm -hmm. the ep is dope man and the, the one song that really caught my attention was the intro yeah, I was like, "Yo, this, 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 this feel like, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like a Drake. Uh, I, I've heard that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it felt like a Drake yeah, yeah. song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was like, "Yo, who the fuck is who the fuck is this? Like, you could tell, like you got, like got some deep feelings under your lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you coming from a place of of, I don't know. I ain't gonna say like a struggle." But it's like a like a real emotion behind it, you know what I mean? For sure. And then I like how you put the um, you had those voicemails on there mm. from I I don't know who the first one is from, but I know it was another one from your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this shit is yeah, this shit is sounding like like something for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you signed to anybody? I'm signed to me. Real okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk it. So um, I, I started my own um, music production called Never a Sad Face LLC, and uh, I'm signed under my my uh, my business, my LLC. So um, so I am signed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny you talk about that song. That's that's one of my favorite songs I wrote. Um, just you know how it came about because when when I moved to Texas, eventually started doing music. Um, at first, the people embraced me. I was in East Texas, mm-hmm. and the people embraced me. But when I started doing things a little bit differently, like in the community, like for my shows, I would partner up with the Boys and Girls Club, and I would partner up with the Salvation Army for my show. So I would say, hey, you know, you don't have to buy a ticket or anything. Just bring a canned good, you know, something mm-hmm. to support the kids, and that's your entry in. And it got me a, a lot of exposure because it was like I got it on the radio, mm-hmm. that particular advertisement. And it was a little different for the community as far as the hip-hop. And so when that light started to shine on me, then came the envy, right? It came it came from close friends. It came from, you know, seemingly who I thought people were just, you know, was rocking with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you hear the voicemails in the, in the beginning of the song because that's mm-hmm. what the people were saying about me. Where he come from? Who is this black Egypt dude? Like, he's not even from out here. And then I open up and say, well... Open your heart and let me see your secrets. Mm. Like we ain't you know, nobody's perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. looking in the mirror, you know. So, 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 yeah. And and also a line that you said on there is um, you lost two kids. Was that? Is that? Mm. <laughs> I'm listening, man. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, can you talk about that? What happened? Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got me. You got me. <laughs> I, did, I didn't expect that. Um. So. I was, um, this happened about, I would say two, three years ago. Um, I was talking to a young lady, mm-hmm. um, and I was, I was interested in this young lady, but she didn't want a relationship. And so I didn't want to, you know, be the friends with benefits guy. I just said, it's either it's binary, it's either yes or no. Mm. Right. And, uh, she said she didn't want that. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you be. That's fine. You know, I think two months down the road, she called me and said she was pregnant. 
at that time I was interested in someone else, right? Mm. And so it shocked the crap out of me. I was like, uh, how do I explain this to the new person I'm, you know, I'm talking to? And so it was a tough, man. It was it was a tough, um, stressful moment for me um, because you know having a kid was just you know I didn't see that right for me right now, right? Yeah. You know, I, even though I was engaging, you know, in in that life, but I just you know didn't expect that. So when she told me. I breathe, you know, take a breathe. It took some time to kind of think about it. And so I had to eventually tell the girl I was talking to. So I waited about a week or so and I said, hey, you know, just got to let you know, just be honest with you. Just be transparent and said, you know, I was talking to this girl about two months ago. She just told me she was pregnant and uh, just just said it just like that. She then responded and said, well, I'm pregnant, too. And so. You know, it was, it was woo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, god damn. Um, yeah. So, just a long story short, sh- uh, short, the 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 first girl was like, I'm keeping the baby, you know. At first I was like, no, no, no. But, you know, I was just like, accept your responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I said, okay, cool. And then the, the second girl I was talking to just was terrified. Um, and she ended up getting an abortion, mm-hmm. um, uh, which... It hurt a lot because I, I did not want that at all. And so that happened with the second girl. I kind of faded away from that, from her. And I just started focusing on just, you know, you know, with this young lady, just raising the child, right, right, raising my child. Um, and she had a miscarriage. So um, How it, far apart? How far apart from the, the abortion to the miscarriage? It was like a month. Like really? A month, yeah. Damn. So. Yeah, it was a it was very draining. It was a very draining year actually for me. So that's what happened. It wasn't like intentional. It wasn't like I was out here just, you know, fooling like going crazy. It was just I was interested in one girl who you know, who wasn't trying to have a relationship and build mm-hmm. and I just transitioned within a month or two to this other young lady and it just it just happened like that, you know. Damn. Huh. Dang. And then the, the Got me hot over here, man. <laughs> I just, I just find it dope that the strength in you mm. to even talk about that and put that on, on, on record. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's a, it's a quick little short line, but the story behind it is like, damn. Mm. You know what I mean? And this happened all in East Texas, or where were you at? No, no, no. This was, was uh, so Dallas. This was Dallas. Oh, this was when you was here now. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Goodness gracious! Do you still communicate with them? Do you still talk to the young ladies? I talk to the uh, uh, the, the, the first young lady. Okay, I still, I still have a, a great friendship with her, um, um, but the other one, no, no. Goodness gracious, man! Then yeah, that's tough. It is. It yeah, is. Man. That's it's, tough. You know, but you know, I just you know you get to a point where you you don't through the stress, right? Through the you know anxiety you go through, the depression. You know, I always bring it back to I was homeless at 17. Like, like what could get worse than that? And mm-hmm. so it kind of gives me the strength to just keep going and uh, be because I'm always I've always been a driven person. So it's just, you know, how you communicate that with yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Goodness gracious, man. You, you, you live the life like I don't know how old you are now, but you have a lot of life behind you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And from your talent, like I feel like your talent is gonna gonna bring you to a whole different type of life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
goodness gracious. You didn't drop the ball on me, man. You, you didn't drop the bomb on me. <laughs> That's a lot for me still, you know, it's, you know, because I haven't talked about that in a while. So, mm-hmm. you know. How do you de- how you deal with those kind of traumas in your life? Do you, like, see counseling or? I don't. I read. You know, reading is it's very, it's just been my therapy. Um, I, and I realize when, when you help someone, it, it, it uh, when you add that contribution to someone else's life in any type of way, you know, your struggles become so minor. Um, it's just talking with myself building with myself uh you know i like to go to the movies by myself i like to take myself out to eat i like to just be be around me a lot Mm. and so uh i just you know that's what i do i just you know i just try to educate myself i I just feel like educating myself it's just it adds so much to me and i don't have to really i don't really try to think about that you know the past things that's happened like with even with my stepdad you know i have a great relationship with my stepdad you know, our thing that we connect to is pool. You know, we play pool. And mm. so, my, but, you know, my, my mom and my stepdad live in California. I mean, live in Detroit, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, and my, uh, my dad lives in uh, Florida right now. Mm. So I have a great relationship with my dad, my stepdad, my mom, my brothers, my sisters, you know, and, and it's just, you know, healing, right? You got to heal yourself first. So, yeah. So. Yeah. And I wonder if, if that's what caught my attention from the quick little video that uh, Dirt Beats posted on online, because mm-hmm. it was it was like, because I went I went one time I I'm, I've been meaning to go back because I wanna I, I like that environment, but I've been meaning to go back, but it was something where you was just like, you really wanted to from the the little quick video that I seen it was like you really wanted to connect with the audience you know what I mean mm-hmm. versus some other people that I've seen where they just really want to do their song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it was more of you was like, yo, can y'all hear me? Are y'all listening? Like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. He really want that attention. And I was like, that's that's what make me focus on, like, okay, what is he about to say? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you, um... Go ahead. What you about to say? No, no, no. Um, Just... Stage presence is, is super important as a performer, you know. Um, for me, I think it happens just so, uh, just organically, right? It just, mm-hmm. It's just a feeling. I think it comes from the dance, the soul, the music that I've listened to, um, watching performers, um, and just, because, you know, it's, it's sometimes when you see an artist get on stage, you know, and they're underground or, you know, that nobody knows them, mm-hmm. all you hear is, conversation people talking right it's like nobody's listening and so for me it's more like i got something to say you know like y'all need to shut up yeah i got something to say that it's going to help you and heal me at yeah. the same time so um it's more like calm down break it bring it down this is a moment right? yeah so and i want you to appreciate the moment so that's that's kind of how i go into it yeah so, yeah you ever thought about getting into acting i thought about it yeah 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 I can see you being, <laughs> I can see, I can see you being an actor, man, straight up. Because yeah. I feel like there's so many emotions. I feel like that's that that you possess mm-hmm. that you could pull that off on camera. Yeah, you know what I mean. And people will believe what you're saying and how you're feeling. You know what I mean. Yeah, I can see that. That's and, funny. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, man. Yeah, huh. I can see that clearly. I took drama class in the ninth grade. Right mm-hmm. uh, at Fontana High School, and 
I remember the teacher asking me, he said, who's your favorite actor? I said, you know, this was ninth grade. This was maybe 2003, 2004. I said, Jamie Foxx. He was like, Jamie Foxx? He was like, really? And all Jamie Foxx had was like Living Color and the Jamie Foxx show mm. at that time. Yeah. And it, he just kind of looked at me like and, and like laughed, like Jamie Foxx. I was like, yeah. You know, that's my experience right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Foxx. <laughs> and, 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 you know, fast forward to now. And Jamie is a monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He sing, act, fucking dance. Juggle this motherfucker do everything. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Goddamn Jamie Foxx, man, man, and the uh, the girl that's singing with you on the EP, who is that? Um, her name is Alexis Jael. So okay. there's two girls. One is Alexis Jael. So it was one on um, what, what was the song? Should I be here or supposed to be here? Supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And the, what was the other one? Um, you have the lighting you and you yeah, the lighting you thinking of you. Yeah. Um. So thinking of you and the lighting you was uh, Alexis Jael. Okay. Um, and um, the supposed to be here. She goes by Honey Day. Her, mm. at, at that time, her name was uh, was Dominique Trailer, but she changed it to Honey Day. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the bonus track, man. <laughs> Like you, you be trying to make niggas cry while they listen to your music, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but only thing is, man, like I can't, like w- only way I can find your music is if I go to your Instagram. Yeah. Other than that, I can't just pull it up on YouTube. Why is that? So, so um, you have to make sure you're spelling it right first. Black spelled with two two K's, K's and two T's. So yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of content on YouTube. Um, you know. So here's the thing. So. I, I put out music. Just putting out music is, you know, I, I have a studio in my home. Mm-hmm. You know, I write from the home. You know, I record everything. I mix to a certain point and then send it to an engine, my engineer, right? And so that's, for me, I've just learned to save money that way, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's it's all budgeting, right? So when you, I could put out music, no problem, because I have it at the home. Doing content and the content I want, it's 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 a little bit more difficult because when I see myself doing a video, I see the the fifty thousand, sixty dollar price range, like that style. Mm. I don't, it's it's you know, because I just try to aim for the quality. And now fifty thousand, sixty dollars is really up there for a video, uh-huh. but I just try to the quality. I want the quality, right? I put I try to put the quality in the music, and I want the quality in the video because if I flip flop it or if it's not right then it's not it's not gonna i, I feel like it's not the message is not gonna be presented well so videos are a little bit more expensive for me mm-hmm. right you, you, you're talking about fifteen hundred dollars for video and then you think about marketing then you think about you know just so many different avenues and so for me you know i try to wait a little bit so i just put out a video with the honey with the thinking of you song okay um and it's more like a live jam session video i think i did see that yeah i think i did see that and so we did that and i think uh i'll put out another video here soon to uh, a new song i dropped called lottie um so uh, it's just you know it's just weighing weighing your your odds and trying to figure out yeah because i feel like i feel like right now especially with the the technology and everything Quality is always going to be the winner, but right now, 
the amount of content people are consuming. You're right. You're right. You know what I mean? You're right. Like you're right. they need to be able to see you. Like I know you probably because even your visuals from just when I pulled up your 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 thing your link uh, link tree on your on your page, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, dude, got an eye like for pictures and like the visuals. I was like, it's dope. But I don't see a bunch of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's and I'm just, that's, so it, that's a tug of war with me, you mm. know, because, you know, I was talking to an artist uh, recently. And he was just like, you know, you should drop a bunch of songs. And it, it's 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 hard for me to do that. Just drop a bunch of songs and music because it's I have to be tapped in. I don't I don't write every day. You know, I have to see something, I have to read something because it's different when you rap when you can rap about nothing compared to something mm. like I'm pulling from me like hard mm-hmm. and so because I want to give a message every single time and so sometimes it's a little bit difficult to just just I can I can easily rap about nothing I can do it but that's not what I want to that's not what I want to leave as my my legacy for, for example if I if I have a child right and you know, God forbid I happen to die. I want them to be like, oh, this what he represented. I don't want to just talk about nothing. And so it's a little bit tougher for me to to just put out a bunch of music, even though people may want that. You know, it, it's just not my formula, you know. And yeah. my goal is not to be signed. And so my goal is not to just be this, this huge, you know, artist who's signed and, you know, doing it this way. That's not my goal. You know, I've already signed myself, so I've won. And so I do it, I put out music for the memory, the the, the, the moment, the, I want you to appreciate the art. And so I just, I just can't just put out a bunch of music, that's not me. Um, I, I dropped a song called Lottie, and there's so much substance in that song, I think you, you'll be all right, you can, you can eat a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, so. And then the next song will be the same way. Like you're gonna you're gonna appreciate it. So it just depends on the person listening, right? I think also some people don't know how to be fans. They don't know how to support, and so it's also teaching your people how to support you, how to you know respect your art because you're. I'm not like everybody else, and I don't want to be put in a box, right? Where it's like you should do this and do that, right? I just want to do it this way um, because it. it you know, it's how I heal. It's how I, you know, this is how I want to be remembered. It's not the amount of songs I put out. It's the quality behind it that matters to me. You know, and that that's, you know, that can be debated, right, with whoever. Absolutely. But f- for me, it's more like um, it, it's how I, I want to do it. Yeah. Because I would say, like, I know you're a fan, you're a fan of Tupac, right? Yes. Tupac had a bunch of songs that lived on after he was no longer here. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. And we as fans can still enjoy his music even though he's not presently here. Correct. But if he would have never put out that music, it would it w- we would just been left with, you know what I mean, what he was what he did or what he released. Great point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and and your music is dope. Like and I can say this, out of a bunch of artists that we've had in here that that we've that I've interviewed, you're probably the only one that I've listened to while waiting on you while waiting on the interview to start. Mm-hmm. Like from like 
when I was in here, I listened to your whole EP like twice. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting here, just chilling. Like, yeah, I wanna, I really wanna absorb the music because mm-hmm. I feel like the music is kind of like feeding my soul a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's not like, and if if people have never heard the music, it's it's more. It's not like the reg, like regular, like rapidly hip hop, like you know what I mean. It's not that. It's like, it's deep meaning and feeling, and you like talking about some real stuff in there. You got the uh, um, a couple, on a couple of your songs, you got the girl singing on there, and and even even with the the bonus track, um, what was it? Still believing me. Still believing in me. Yeah, when you like you thanking people for still riding with you still believing in in what you're doing i was like yo this is this feels like a drake song you know what i'm saying this feels like real emotional real deep real introspective and i was like yo i i fuck with this where i want more of this you know what i'm saying i want more of this but it's like where is it yeah (laughs) exactly i feel you exactly you know so the intro right Mm -hmm. the intro was only one verse and um, I have a life coach, and he said, you know, you should do one more verse. And I was like, eh. you know, because it's just it's just so much to it when you go to that level, right? Mm-hmm. And what he was right because the second verse brought out, I lost two babies last year. That's my biggest secret, which was, you know, such a powerful line for me to say and for people to hear. So, so you're right, you're right, you know for sure. It's just. You know, just getting down and just doing it, man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I know. I I can imagine it's emotionally draining, yeah. especially when you putting your everything, all your being into it. But it's like for a fan, I guess I'm being greedy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I want to, I want more. You, yeah. know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's funny you say that because I dropped Lottie. I think three months later, there was like, I mean, not three months later, about three weeks later, they said. You know, we ready for another song. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> so much in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, I get it. I get it, you know. And it may be something I just need to work on, right? You know, um, and just figure out, you know, just yeah. ways to be more efficient. Yeah. So you said that getting signed and being big is not the goal. What What is the what is the goal? Um, The goal for me is to show people that they can like just win at life um and if it's through music if it's through um having a business right if it's through educating yourself it's just to show especially the younger generation that just fight just keep just keep driving yourself to just be a better person Mm. um and you know for me that's for me that looks like just you know just a very successful person who who owns multiple businesses who's in the real estate um it is it doesn't always have to be the music part of it for me i want to be more like the la reed right uh, it, it doesn't i don't have to do the music you know so for me I, I it's always just growing more and more so yeah you know. yeah man is there anybody um that's currently out that you would love to work with yes so First, it would be uh, J. Cole, um, mm. Boogie. I like Boogie a lot. Who's Boogie? Boogie is an artist out of California. Who's, he signed to uh, Eminem. 
Mm, okay. Yeah, you definitely should listen to him. Okay. He's, uh, metaphors, just this flow. He's really good, really good. Boogie, and I would say Black. Black. Just, just uh, they, they used to call him Six Black, but he goes by Black. Six. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, he's good too. <laughs> okay. He's out of, uh, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. But Black more popular than Boogie. So mm. uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've heard some some of his songs. Okay. Um, okay. So A Boogie, J. Cole. So wait, wait. So not A Boogie. Oh, okay. Boogie. So he he changed his name because of that. So his name is Westside Boogie. Mm. So, so yeah. Okay. Because I've heard of A Boogie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Boogie, J. Cole, and Six Black. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to do some research and, yeah. and look those. There's a bunch up. of artists, right? I can I can name a bunch of artists I would like to work with. You know, yeah. Ty Dolla would be nice. Um, from it's just it's just so many artists. You know, artists even out here in Dallas, La Voice would be good to work with. Man, La Voice um, is dope. Yeah, um, uh, B. Anderson's good. I, I mean, if you have. A lot of great artists out here. Um, I like I like uh, with Nate. I like him. Um, FL uh, Loud. I like. It's a, it's a few artists out here that's that's pretty good. Just in the the Dallas area. Yeah, it'd be you know a good little collaboration. Man, man, his voice is dope, man. I've been begging her yeah, to yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> I've been begging her to come on the show. She like nigga, no. No, she not. <laughs> She was good though. Yeah, she is dope, man. She is dope. So, I know you said like, when are you gonna put out a full album anytime soon? Or because I know that's, I know you just said everything you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is is there in the works a full album that people could actually purchase? And you know what I I mean? I want to do that. I definitely want to do that because the EP, what it was, it, it got a lot of feedback, but it, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't enough. I didn't feel like it was enough. Enough feedback? No, en- enough music. Content. Oh, okay. So, so I do want to do a full album, but it would, it, it, it honestly would probably take like a year for me to do it the way I want to do it, right? You talking about the beat production, the the cost of it? It's just I would, I just want to do it the right way. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't, I don't fault you at all for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. When you creating art, like by all means, take as much time. You know what I'm saying? Because, because mm-hmm. once it comes out and it's done, that's gonna live on forever. So, especially like, is this would this be your first like full project that you will do? Yes. For oh sure. yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Put it. What about what about? Tell me, I'm being selfish right now. I ain't gonna lie. I'm being okay. selfish. What about putting out like little mixtapes, like little. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like stuff like I thought about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to just to feed the your audience or your fans, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still like doing a song for me. Okay. Right? It's still like doing a full song even though it's a mixtape. It still feels like I'm doing a, a full song cuz you know, I know the people make it seem like when you do a mixtape it's just they just, you know, rapping, but you really got to still bring it, you know, you still have to show your artistry. And so, you know, you know, it's it's you always I always want to grow, and so for me, I want to be better at metaphors, right? And so I want to bring that element to to the table. So, mm. so, so it, it's gonna happen. You know, I, you know that's a good idea though. Just just put out some, 
Yeah, well you, well, you don't have to worry about the beats. You can use other people's beats. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just because I feel like I feel like with with today's time, like I said before, content is king. You know what I'm saying? The more your face is is relevant, and people know, like, oh yeah, that's black. Yeah. Then they they could they'll once they once you actually put out a project for people to actually consume and purchase. It'll be more like, oh yeah, most definitely, yeah, yeah. Everything he did up until now was dope. Yeah, let us purchase that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that for sure. You're yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'm gonna give. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give people that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you. I feel like you're saying that, but you ain't gonna do it. No, no, no. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Cause I'm I know, I know you. You a real deep dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So, I know you. Like you said, you don't like to do the 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 rap with no. I, I, yeah, you know what I'm hard. saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna work on it. It's just gonna take a while. Yeah, you know. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my mind to it for sure. Um, so, so yeah. Okay. All right. Is there anybody else that um that you work with besides like your engineer or like um or is just you in the house by yourself cooking up stuff? Yeah. Um, it's just me. I just you know I I, I look for the sounds I want. And uh, I just I just go at it, you know. There are times I actually it's 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 tough for me to do features. Um, I I go I, for me I go the easier route and just you know get a get a singer. Mm. But as far as like doing uh, like a bunch of features, it's hard for me to do that because like I feel as though I'm saying what I need to say, and. I don't know what a feature would bring. Like it's it's just it depends on the song. It's just it's I've never been the type of person who just will say, you know, let's do features. Let's do let's do a song. And I know people do that for different fan base reasons, right? I can reach your fan base and I, I like that and agree with that for sure, but it's just nothing I don't have a lot of features. Mm. You know, um so so yeah, that's probably something I w- would definitely wanna do more of is do features. Yeah. Just how would I tie it in and work that out? Is you know, or you know, let go of that ego a little bit. And yeah. Just say, All right, here you go. Just breathe on it. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, when it now your style, like your your style is like unique. I I would I will I'm almost compared to like Andre three thousand kind of style. Mm-hmm. It, I would say. No, let me let me before I before I give you my opinion. Where where did your style come from? Where do you where do you pull from when it comes to how you dress and what you look like? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, like for pictures, I hire a, a stylist, right? Mm, okay. Um, but for me, it's more um, California. You know that vibe out of California, the LA vibe. Um, if it's you know somebody like. Uh, like even ASAP Rocky, um, Tyler Creator, um, you know that 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 style. I like that style. Yeah, cause I almost get um like a like a if two people had a baby stylistics. Yeah, styli- stylistically, I will put like a Andre and um, what's the other little dang? I forget her name. She always wear black and white. Um, she sh- who? Janelle Monae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. So I don't know. It's just comfortable for me. You know, it's um, it's different at the same time, but it's uh, it's it, you still look like like a like professional at the same time. You know, it's like it's just a certain like just a certain vibe. You still look professional, but you also look uh, comfortable, right? Even to the person looking at you, like you're comfortable, but it's different at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's just you know. That's just me. Personality, you know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I could, you know, dress like a whole gangster out here too. Yeah. Put some, put some dickies on. <laughs> that wouldn't be you though. Uh, but the shirt all the way up. Yeah. A flannel. Yeah. Oh man. I like Nipsey a lot. I like Nipsey a lot. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite artists, man. Yeah. And it was like for me with Nipsey the music came second you know what I mean mm-hmm. like he had he had dope music to me but what I fell in love with or why I started listening more to his music is shit he was saying in like interviews you mm-hmm. know what I mean as far as either marketing business or his struggle even to to come into the music you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that's why that's why I, I was and you know what's so crazy is one of my homeboys put me on Nipsey early when he when he had um I think Bullets ain't got no name when he put back then and I was just like, Yeah, this ain't this ain't what I really wanna listen to, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I ain't really wanna listen to it. But then he had this song, I didn't even know it was him. It was called Bitch You Broke. Yeah. With him and YG. And I was like I was like, yo, who is this? Yeah. And then that's when I was like, okay, this is Nipsey. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to him on interviews, and I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Now I'll start paying attention to the mm-hmm. music. But yeah, <laughs> Nipsey, one of my favorite, man. Yeah. Yeah. He, his whole movement and how he came to to become, I guess, his, his rise in the music industry, I follow it to almost – Almost to the T of, yeah. of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Well, how my approach mm. in business. You know what I'm saying? I take the, almost the same approach. Like, I, I I take the stairs. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind taking the stairs. Yeah. Like, Me too. Me too. And it, it, feels, it feels better going the stairs. And then what I realize, what I realize too is if I, because I could have got, got some money f- for doing our podcast, mm-hmm. right? But I felt like I would be under somebody else's what they wanted to what the what they wanted this to be. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't have been able to bring you in here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they would have been like, "Yo, I got this person I want. I want this person on." I'm like, I want to be. I just want to be free to be able to have the people who I like to come on the show. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's it. That and and it feels it feels better. For me, yeah. you know what I mean, just to doing it the way I want to do it, I similar to that. how you do your music. I you know what I mean. That. Similar to how you do your music, and the only reason I reached out to you because I was like, I seen a clip of you, and I was like, yo, yeah. dude, got something to say. You know what I mean? And I, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad because when when I first seen the clip. It was just like on a little carousel, <laughs> <laughs> but it, you wasn't tagged, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah. who is that?" You know what I'm saying? Who is that? And then later on, uh, I seen your your name when I was like, "Yo, I gotta get you on." Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, for sure, man. 
For sure. Are you performing now? Are you doing any live performances now? Or are you still? Um, I, I, I want to do one here soon. Um, so, 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 let's talk about that. Let's talk about this. This is a very serious subject to me as far as performing. Um, because you have, you have a lot of ways you can perform, right? Just, I'm talking about just in the community of Dallas, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, one day I woke up and I said, I'm just going to visit different bars and just, you know, see if I can, you know, about performing. That particular day, everything was closed. And so I sent out emails, no, no responses back because I want to book my own show. Um, and so, because a lot of times you have, you know, these, these, uh, these people or businesses who say, hey, you can perform, but you got to pay, right? And I, and I really dislike that for me. Um, because I get it, but at the same time, I think also there's pimping involved, uh, and and I don't like that, right? And so they don't really care about the artist. It's more like you pay this, you save your spot, you know, bring your people, right? Even though you can resell the tickets and do all that, right? It's just for some reason, for some reason I just I'd rather do my own show and and, and book my own show. Mm-hmm. So I reached out a couple of places, um, and so for me, it's more like I can book my own show under my business. And then I can get two artists to perform and they can get paid also rather, you know, I want to do it that way. You know, I don't want to just just because you have the platform. Right. You just, you know, it's more like you care, but you don't care, you know, and it's like, okay, just pay this fee. And there's there's also some favoritism involved in um, within the community also. So even though you're good, got a message, it's just it's it's still tough to, to get in there. So for me. I don't. I just do the open mics, man. I, I'm fine with that, right? I only send, a, you know, messages out. Hey, I'm performing at this open mic. You know, check it out. About two songs, and so. But even then, it's tough because then sometimes you do that and they charge you twenty dollars at the door. And you're like, you telling me <laughs> this is what they do? I'm gonna pay two two hundred dollars to perform for seven minutes, right? My people have to pay twenty dollars to get in to see me perform for seven minutes. That hurts me. That that truly hurts me because it's like I, I can't. I can't. I just can't do it because I feel like if I have an hour worth of content, you know, at least give me thirty minutes to really bring them in, right? And 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 if the people are coming for me and they want to hear that, and you're only giving me, you know, seven minutes, it's just it's it's it's, just, it's always been tough for me, man. Because you know, you you're telling me to pay two hundred dollars for seven minutes yeah you know? and i've done it before right i've i've uh, i've you know i've done it before i've opened up for mo3 i've opened up for avant avant i didn't pay for i've opened up for uh uh who else opened up for i can't remember right now um but you know it, it's just it's just different. how would you like to see it going forward um, like, what would you like to see? Like, how would you like to see that that part of the game go? Hmm. So, you know, you that's a good question because for me, I see it for me, right? I say I'm going to just do my own shows. But for the, the overall picture, um, I get it why they do it. So it's part of the game. So I wouldn't change it. It's just it's just a part of the game. It's in you you get in where you fit in, right? And if it works for you, it works for you. For me, I don't like it, right? Um, I just want to see instead of like I want to see more 
uh, underground dope concerts, like 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 really concerts, like the curtains open, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you got screens in the background when you see an artist, right? I want to. It, it should be that experience, even when you're underground. I feel like I want that experience. Like we have, you know, the we can have a stage set up. You know, you got, you know, if I want to put you know, pictures of slaves, you know, I want to, I want to do it that way. I, I even thought about just, you know, when I perform walking into a song that takes time, you know, like when you come out, what song are you walking out to and why are you walking out to a Tupac interview? Right. And Tupac saying, believe in yourself. And then you say, for some reason you get an edit and he's saying black and for, over here, he's saying Egypt, but you connected to welcome black Egypt. And then when you get on stage, you have everybody who tapped in to the show, like who said, I'm coming to the show. You have their pictures with their family on the screen randomly. Like, oh, this dude really care about his fans. Then he come out and then you know the song he doing. And it's just that feeling, the vibe. That's what I see. And so when you, when you tell me I'm performing for seven minutes and I see that, it's like, whoa. You know, so it, 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 for me, that's how I'm thinking when I perform. When I, how I want to perform, that's how what I see. I want to do it that way. I know you got to, you know, pay your dues, right? You got to, there's steps to it. But, you know, I got I got great content and I want to share in a certain way. Yeah. And so what you're saying, it sounds fucking dope. Because I'm getting the visual from yeah. it. But that shit going to cost some money. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you can't do that at no open mics. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. You can't do that out in over mics, right? So you have to. Do so you have, show. you have to do. You have to do that in a place that, that's going to allow you to have screens. Mm-hmm. That's going to allow you. That's somehow I don't know how you would do it, but I'm sure it's possible that you even get the pictures from the people coming to the show. How do they send you the pictures? You research. You know right. what I'm saying? And like when they purchase a ticket, are they taking a picture of themselves or? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. It's a lot of logistics going into it, but I think it'll be I think it'll be dope. Yeah, but you can't you can't I don't think you can pull it off at just any old place. You're right. You're you know what I'm saying? Right. You're 100 percent right. Um, you're right about that. And it because I I I see what you're seeing or what you're saying, and it will be like an experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it'll take a lot of like logistically mm-hmm. how do we get this stuff together how do we get the screens in here do you ever um do you ever like research um uh, or look at um you know russ uh-huh, uh-huh russ yeah like how he got started and um uh, who else um early like Wiz khalifa stuff because mm. i feel like what Wiz did was he was like, you know what? I'm going to just do a bunch of these little, little venues and bring the people who want to see me. And it may be only 300 people. You know yeah. what I mean? It may be a small little crowd. But he would do the venues to fit that 300, 300 people. And it was like more organic. Mm. And then as he grew, and I don't think you can pull that off at open mics. You're right. You're you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, Green Elephant is a good one. Yeah, yeah you make it do it at Green Elephant, um, but it, it, it the three hundred is yeah for sure. Um, it's just how you do it, you know. It's just you you can you can maneuver around even the screen part. You can maneuver it a little bit 
um, you can, you know, you can, you can figure something out, right? Because they got, you know, I think a TV in the back or mm-hmm. something. You can, you can, you can figure something out. It don't have to be the TV, right? That's just what I see. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it, you can cr- be creative on another level. You know, um, it don't have to be the the. So when you when you say take a picture at the door, so it's the goal is not to get everybody, it's to get a, a good Enough. A percentage yeah, yeah. so they get it. Yeah, like and other people be like, dang, where my picture? Right. So that's what you want, you know, because they may come back the next show and be like, oh, he got me. Yeah, so it's just creating that experience, like you said. It's just finding and creativity is always that variable that you want to, you know, you got to tap into, and that's music, that's performing. And so that's why you see when I'm on stage, I'm trying to get that in tune because I see it the bigger picture. So, yeah. So. Do you have uh, management or anything? Mm-mm, I don't. I don't. I don't have a management. No. Man. Like, I see. I see your vision, man. Yeah. I see your vision, and it's like. Here's my here's my 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 thought. I feel like your career is going to be dope. I feel like it's going to take you a little longer mm. than somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not really particular as you. But I feel like your your career, once you once you hit, like, once you start, or not, not even start, but once you able to see out your vision, people are going to definitely embrace it. But because your vision is so detailed and it's so particular about how you want it, it's going to take you a little longer. Yeah. But I, I, I see it and I think it's dope. Yeah. I think it's dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. It is, what I would compare it to is a microwave dinner for mm. somebody versus a long meal that's cooked on the oven. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I feel like your, your meal is going to be good. But it's gonna take a little longer than the microwave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know who uh, Jay White is? No. Who's this? So Jay White is a producer. Um, he, he used to produce in Dallas. He, he but he produced uh, Bodak Yellow, um, uh, uh, Savage. Mm, okay. But he's he he started in Dallas. He's originally from Kansas City. Started in Dallas, and he's he's very popular now. Okay. Right? Um, and I uh, called him one day. He he told me that exact thing. That's going to, for the type of music I make. It's going to take some time. Um, yeah. So he gave me some good advice. He asked me. He asked me one day. He said, "Do you want to be a part of the music industry or the the music business?" And I was just. It, 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 I didn't. I've never been asked that question before. Um, and my answer was both. And he said, "Well, you have to do a lot of tapping in with your core audience." He said, "You know." You should know if your fan goes to Starbucks, right? And just he, he said you should go to like J Cole's page. If that's one of your favorite artists, that's one you pull inspiration from. You should go to all his comments on a picture and add those people to your fan page. It's just the certain small details that he you know recommended, and it's it's helped me a lot. So, so. man, goddamn, like I. I know, I know, I know your 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 career is gonna be special. Like I'm a I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan. Like yeah. n- no no qualms about it. I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like straight up, I fuck with your music. I, I like I said as a fan, I'm I'm greedy. You know what I'm saying? I just want more of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to wait for the home cooked meal 
of the music. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I know once you once you give it to us, that it's gonna be properly made mm-hmm. and properly cooked, and we're gonna enjoy it. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, man. Tell people how they can get a hold of you, man. Um, I was gonna say call me and then say my number. <laughs> 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 If that's the way you want no, people no, no. to contact, you know so, what I mean? So, um, uh, you, can, you can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, um, at, at Black Egypt, right? B-L-A-C-K-K. Egypt is spelled E-G-Y-P-T-T. Um, you can find me there. Or you can go to my um, either my business page, which is Never a Sad Face, you know, at Never a Sad Face. Um, so... Yeah, you can you can find me. This is actually my shirt right here. This is the actual logo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never a sad face. Okay. Yeah, I camera. dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Now, as far as management, or would you be interested in, in getting management, somebody to to help you fulfill what you're um mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Um I have a good friend. Her name is Shiny Scott. I don't know if you know who Shiny Scott is, but she just uh, came from Dallas. She used to be a, um, what is it, when you're in the radio production manager. Okay. I'm at uh, 107.3 in Tyler. Okay. Um, and she's tried helping me, but uh, never the management part. So definitely would be interested in management because, it, 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 you know, it's just addition to the team. And, you know, we can both, you know, grow and build and uh, learn this, this business because it's a very – interesting business right yeah um it's funny you say because a part of my story is when i so when i started doing music in east texas um uh when i I came to dallas to perform at uh it was something called rip the mic right and i performed and well before i performed an an a&r from def jam got on stage basically saying hey he has a showcase he wants to do um and he was about to leave just like that, he said, I got a showcase I want to do, I'm leave. And I said, whoa, 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 I'm about to go on stage, just wait. I left it there. Um, I got on stage, I performed, he stayed the whole show. He said, he told me later on, he said, usually somebody says that and I'm out, right? He said, yeah, whatever. But he said, I stayed and he said, I, like, I appreciated your music. And so I, a year later, I posted on Instagram, said, I'm moving to Dallas. He said, tap into me, I was like, whatever. They just play, right? So I didn't move that time. Another year, I said, I'm moving to Dallas. This is for sure. I just let people know I'm moving to Dallas. He said, tap into me. I tapped into him, and we met at a Starbucks, and he he presented me a contract for Capital. Capital Records? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I said, no, because the offer was 50-50. I said, "I, I can't do it. Um, and so he said, well, is he, he has his own label he's starting to do, and he wanted me to be with him, right? And so that was a new journey for me. I learned a lot um, about the industry. Um, I met a lot of people. He took us to L.A. I met the general manager of A&R's at the Universal Studios, um, uh, seen Neo, you know, Ray Schremer, Mike Well Made It. Um, just a very different experience, and I appreciate him for that. Um, and he taught me a lot. So um, I just, you know, just it, it, it's it's a, a very interesting journey, man. This this music game is it's funny, it's fickle. It is. It's, it's uh, it, it, it's you can get caught up into a world you're not ready for. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, just. yeah. It, it the music in the music industry is. 
it's a um it's a crazy business you know what i'm saying like it's a crazy business and i've looked at it from both sides you know what i mean from if i was the person investing in my money or as a business and i looked at it from the artist side good point i've I've looked at it from both sides and from what i'm from what i've seen from the executive side is they sign a lot of acts Mm -hmm. because they don't know what's gonna blow you know what i'm saying but i found out that it's only really a handful of people that's making the music industry money you know what i mean true true and so just just from just me my, my business mind and my business sense i feel like that's even bad business to sign a bunch of acts because you scared or you yeah. don't know what's gonna make money. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign a bunch of acts. That's you know scary. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it's like they're they're losing a lot of money because they don't know what's gonna blow or mm-hmm. they don't know what's gonna do what. So they just want to be in on everything. You know what I mean? Everything that come across their desk. All right, we'll sign it, but we just gonna shelf it. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. You yeah. know what I mean? But a partnership is good, right? Yeah, but you, but you have to develop that fan base to act for that, right? For a, a, a fair contract, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, yeah, the, just the signing thing. Because the thing is, it's like th- it's the name, right? It's the it's the brand behind it. So if, if you have an artist who say I'm signed to Def Jam, a lot of popularity goes to that person, right? And they may not even be good. It's just the name behind the brand. You're like, oh, let me have him on different interviews. Maybe I'll get some 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 Def Jam other artists. It's just it's just it, you know it's just how it works. But you know I know it. I know it. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Ellie Reed has a really good book too. Um, it's a really good book. He breaks down his his story, how he started. You know different things I didn't even know. You know like the Babyface. He worked with Babyface and started LaFace. Um, the royalties from writing. Um, him working with uh, Michael Jackson. Mariah Carey, I just I didn't know all this about L.A. Reid. Yeah, right. And it, <laughs> this guy is amazing. Like what he's done for music, right? Black music, right? It's just so powerful to me. Um, that's one of my favorite books. Uh, Mike Tyson is it's one of my favorite books too. But so yeah, L.A. Reid, man, that's a really good book. Yeah, like man. Yo, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm tapped in, man. Yeah. I'm, like I said before, I'm a fan. From here on out, so whatever you got going on, man, I I, I want to be in on it, and I'm gonna be in in on it, and following your trajectory and your career, you know what I mean? For sure. And whatever you need from me, man, just you, we we tapped in now. You okay. know what I'm saying? Let me 100. know, and whatever I can do to help, I, I want to be a part of the process, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yo, man. This is Black Egypt, man. I want to introduce y'all. If y'all looking for some good music, some soulful music, some 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 some, some music that's going to touch your ribs, you know what I mean? That's really going to impact you. Make sure y'all check out Black Egypt, man. For real, for real. Thank you. Yo, man. Thank you again, Black Egypt. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yo, man. This has been the Tap In Podcast, man. We out of here. Thank y'all for tapping in. Holla. <laughs>